Becoming a Better Dad podcast, episode number 11. Hey, welcome back to the Becoming a Better Dad podcast. I'm your host, Corey. And I'm Andy. Hey, Andy. Um, Funny thing, we did nine episodes and didn't have like any mistakes. We we did them and um, we just went straight through, no editing or anything like that. And last week, it but, took us like what, like eight cuts or something like that. It, to, it did. Well, well, to start it off, we did have when we did the interview with Justin Davis, we recorded it over the telephone and then we recorded the opening and closing. Normally, we do the whole show all the way through straight from beginning to ending. I start the music. Everything is all recorded at once. This last time we did an opening and a closing separate from the interview and it took us forever to get <laughs> through. We just kept laughing at each other and making mistakes and things it like was, that. It was crazy. So we took some of that stuff and Andy did a great job just compiling it all together and um, making kind of a gag reel thing. Um, and it for those of you that have the Android um, app, you have access to this little gag reel. Um, if you open up your app and then click on episode 10, you can um, hit the menu button um, and it'll pop up and say extras. And um, you can open it up there and listen to it. It's just give you give yourself a little laugh. Um, fun times. So that is that. Um, and again, just to hit on that, that's the Android app. If If you don't have it and you have an Android, you can go ahead and hop on the marketplace and find it there. All you have to do is search for Better Dad and it's the first thing that pops up. So... Now, speaking on the more serious side, because that was that was definitely light and, and fun, but I've heard through the grapevine that you've had a really tough couple of weeks with your two-year-old. Can you, what's what's going on, man? Yeah, um, Lucas is 18 months and, or yeah, just, just at 18 months. And I am experiencing the terrible twos already with him. Like, I remember, I remember Elijah going through it somewhat my oldest and uh being um just you know a a little defiant and a little um grouchy and stuff like that but man the last couple weeks i've i really almost almost felt isolated like man is am i the only one whose kid is this bad i mean he will intentionally just go up and like hit kids just like walk up to a kid and hit them and it's like you can't do that. And so I was, I was really feeling discouraged this week. So I thought, well, that's a good thing we can talk about it. it you know, it is a great thing. And, you know, it's one of those things that as a, as a parent, you know, you obviously do feel like that and you feel, I, I would say ashamed too, because you've got, you know, obviously even, even for Eli, our second kid, you know, it's kind of one of those, even though I know that it happens me when he, you know, he has those issues and things like that you think yourself, Oh no, am I being a bad parent? Because my kid just hit somebody or, you know, things like that. And what am I doing wrong to make him stand here and cry and scream for 15 minutes? And there is nothing, you know, that you're doing wrong. And that's one of the things that I think as as a dad, you have to know that you're not doing anything wrong. And I think that you have to, I don't know. I don't know if you necessarily have to be scold. I mean, you do have to take some, some sort of a disciplinary action there because they have to know that it is not okay to, throw a tantrum or hit people or things like that. But, um, you know, I know that as a dad, it gets kind of, you know, it feels like almost like it gets old having to do the same thing every time that you're out. Yeah. And I mean, for us, it's my wife babysits. And so we have kids at our house and, um, she, she will text me throughout the day and be like, she's so frustrated. And, 
you know, he just won't stop screaming. And, um, you know, no matter what she does, he just throws a fit. And, you know, even he'll he'll wake up in the morning and say, I want juice. You know, he'll be juice, juice, juice. And so my wife will get him a cup of juice and then he'll throw it on the floor and scream. And she's like, I just gave you a couple of juice. You know, why mm-hmm. why are you screaming at me? And so, you know, it's really been discouraging for me the last couple of weeks. And I, I was talking with a couple of my coworkers about it. And, um, you know, just props to them because they were really encouraging to me. And so um, they, I was like, man, do you remember your kids? And they, they have older kids. And so, mm-hmm. you know, my, my one coworker, his youngest is like, I think 10 or something like that. Um, but, you know, I said, do you remember your kids going through this? And is this okay? I mean, I don't, I don't remember Elijah going through it like mm-hmm. this. And he was really encouraging. He said, yeah, he said, you know, it happens. All kids, you know, go through it sometime or another. And, um, so it was, it was encouraging just being able to talk to somebody about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was the fact that, man, I had to, I had to be willing to step out of my comfort zone and like approach somebody about it. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, you know, if I'm going to share this with everybody, you know, all the guys out there to let them know, you know, it's okay. You're, you're going to hit those times mm-hmm. when it's like, man, what am I doing wrong? And it may not be anything you're doing wrong. It's just, you know, the way the things kids go through. So what exactly did you, your coworkers tell you that, you know, about the situation? What are some of the pieces of, of advice that you took from them? Um, mostly, uh, guy I work with, he, he's said, you know, you just got to remember this too shall pass. <laughs> he yeah. said, you know, it's, it's only for a time. And he said, one day you'll look back and like, Oh yeah. Remember when he threw a fit like that? You know, he said, you just gotta, you gotta push through and you got to, um, remember that it's just for now, you know, it's just a phase. He's going to get over it. And, um, that really, that gave me the the strength kind of to keep going like okay all right we we're gonna have to push through this and it's gonna be a rough next couple you know weeks months whatever but we will get through it and we're doing everything we can to do right as parents um the one thing i would say that that helped me um and my wife the most is we we had a babysitter come over and we went out um we just went out on a date and got away that, and that does help because you're not around your two-year-old <laughs> right and and while while we were out we actually we talked about the kids and we you know we took some time just talking about our, ourselves and talking about our relationship you know making sure that it didn't get lost and everything but then we talked about okay what are we going to do about lucas what are we going to do with this and you know we encouraged each other um just to keep pushing through and i i really had to encourage her because she has it all day yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, I think that for her, you know, for you, you come home and you deal with it and, you know, you're kind of a secondary support, you know, you've been away all day and you can come home and do that thing. But for her, she's in it and she's in it doubly because she's the provider of care for other kids. And so she can't just, she probably doesn't feel like she can just spend all the time she needs to spend with Lucas and, and help him to kind of understand, you know, this is who you need to be because she's got to take care of other kids too. Now, do you think, you know, obviously I don't know, you you probably can't really tell what Lucas is thinking, but do you think maybe that he's also just trying to get attention as the fact of maybe he's not getting all the attention he needs from mom because of the other kids? Maybe, but I mean, we're, we're pretty intentional with giving the boys time in the evenings. Like 
I mean, we're we're really intentional spending time with them and making sure that they're getting the attention um, that they need, and we're giving them positive attention. You know, not we we try to really you know give them that positive attention so they don't seek the negative. Um, because uh, and you know, for those of you out there, you know, kids kids want attention. If they don't get your positive attention, your you know praise and encouragement, and playing with them they will do things to get your attention other ways and it'll be negative and, you know, they will misbehave and stuff like that. And I think there, there may be a little bit of that aspect going on with him um, just because Amanda has kids all day. Um, but I, I do think we, we do a really good job giving them that positive attention in the evenings, you know, spending time playing. I mean, just before we recorded tonight, I, we were at home and <laughs> my wife, who's, eight and a half months pregnant. Um, and I, we were laying on the floor wrestling with our boys. <laughs> and so, um, you know, just, she's trying to make that baby come early. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that is one thing that, you know, we, we recognize and try to, um, avoid not giving them the attention. Well, Corey, you did mention the fact of getting away with your wife and, and taking some time to kind of, refresh and i think that's an awesome idea because you know as a, as a dad you know, even you know as a mother and especially as a stay-at-home mom your wife probably gets burnt out a lot and really easy and i, I don't mind has a tendency to be able to do that you know because she's at home and so you know she kind of has those tendencies to sometimes become burnout especially if it's been like a bad week now as dads though we also have that same tendency to burn out and you know i know i know for myself when i don't get a lot of sleep when i'm stressed at work things like that i have a tendency to snap at my kids and and things like that and you know i don't want to do that because that's not going to be the one of those things that they're going to look back and say yeah dad was a good dad you know or you know he did the best he could because he was trying you know i don't want them to do that i want them to look back at me and say he was a great dad right and so you mentioned getting away with your wife what are some ideas you know because for us i know that especially right now it's tough to to get away with your wife and this is something that i would love to hear from you guys the listening audience because i would love to know what you guys do with to get away with your wife and and have fun you know get that date time away whether it be for three hours or three weekends or three you know the whole weekend or whatever because for us we've got our reagan who is 18 or not 18 months she's eight almost a year and so she's still feeding and so she needs to be she needs to eat every three hours we're trying to get her off that but so it's hard for us to get away because by the time we leave her you know the babysitters or the in-laws and then to drive across town it takes you know 30 minutes there or however long it takes and so if we're going to go anywhere farther than just in our own little town it our whole time is almost taken up by the time that you know we've done one thing we, we go out to eat and then we have to come back and and get the kids and so it's been good and I've really enjoyed the last couple of times that we've gotten out, but what are some other things that we can do besides, you know, obviously or non-traditional type things to get away. Now you mentioned you guys, what went out to dinner or what did you guys do? Yeah, we just went to the local coffee shop and, um, we got something to drink and then sat there and talked, uh, just, just like we used to when we were dating. <laughs> and it was, we, we literally probably have not gone out like that for over two years. I mean, it's, it's just, it's been that long since we just went out specifically for the reason of sitting down and talking and enjoying each other. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the ideas that I had and, um, you know, we, 
my wife and I actually talked about was, you know, getting with another couple or, you know, two couples and swapping babysitting nights where, you know, we're like, hey, you know, you guys want to go out this Friday night? We'll watch the kids. Or, you know, hey, we want to go out this Friday night. Can you guys watch the kids? And just like trading off of babysitting nights Mm -hmm. because I know sometimes it's hard to find somebody to watch the kids. You know, our, my, my parents and my wife's parents do really good. Um, and they, uh, they are usually available for us. You know, if we need to go out or want to go out or whatever, most of the time they can go to grandma's house and, um, they're fine. But there are those times when it's like, you know, I don't want to take advantage of grandma and grandpa. All oh yeah. The time. I, I hear you there. We do the, you know, we do the same thing. It's easy. You know, that's where we're at right now. We're at my in-laws house recording this because uh, <laughs> we don't have any space in our house anymore to put the studio. But um, we're at our studio here and, uh, you know, we are over here a lot. We you know we take the kids off here a lot and, you know, we don't want to take always take advantage of them or, you know, my sister-in-law and things like that. You know, they love to do it, but at the same time, we don't want to take advantage of them. Yeah. And, and also it helps doing that helps. Um your kids see other adults and help helps kind of put that, you know, I, I just think of the, the, the book we talked about, you know, a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. and it talks about putting other, other adults in their lives, um, to, to speak value and truth and stuff into them. And that does that. It, it puts those other adults in their lives, you know, that they can learn from and, um, and gain if, from. if you're not familiar with the book we're talking about was the raising a modern day night, um, definitely a good book to check out but yeah you know Corey, the same yeah the same thing here you know that's a good idea to get out even if it's just to the coffee shop because you know we have a tendency we like to go to the, out to eat and things like that but those take longer to like get there and drive and in fact i have to admit it, i'm kind of ashamed but i don't even remember why i was in a bad mood but the last time that we went out i got enough an argument with julie in the car on the way to our date it was really frustrating because it almost ruined the date <laughs> so <laughs> <coughs> excuse me but it um you know i turned around and we had a good date but at the same time like i said it's always the, that time restraint especially with a new baby it's a, that time restraint and you know you're about ready to yeah. have another baby well your wife is about ready to have another baby and so you know all too well what what's going to happen there yeah and so you know again if you guys have any good things that you want to you know places things ideas that, that you guys and your wife go we would love to hear it from you it's five seven five two oh one dads is our our voicemail line again and uh so that we'd love to hear from you guys again it's a voicemail line you can call anytime day or night tell us what you and your wife do to get out we'd love to hear from you love to get some feedback so again that's five seven five two oh one dads all right um another thing is not just getting out with your wife andy but getting out with the guys um it's so important, you know, to, to be able to just get out and refresh and have your, your group of friends or, you know, group that you get together with just to get away, you know, and I think our wives did that this past weekend. They did. And it was awesome. <laughs> they, they got out just the girls and, um, you know, my wife was so appreciative when she came home. Um, she was like, thank you so much. I needed that. I needed to get away. And we do. And I forget that. A lot of times, you know, I want to make sure my wife gets her time and make sure, you know, she is all that. But, you know, she she told me 
Um, when she came back, she's like, you need your time now. She said, mm-hmm. I got my refreshing time. Now you need to have your time refreshing. And, you know, things like if you're involved with a church, you know, just retreats or, you know, men's retreats or, you know, going out, even like a poker night or, you know, something like that with the guys where you just go out and, you know, hang out with a bunch of your friends or, or whatever. recording a podcast with your uh, friend <laughs> or, or re- yeah, recording a podcast, uh, do something productive. No, it's, it's just, I think it's really important for us as dads to keep us refreshed and keep us, you know, where our entire life isn't focused, you know, when you become so singularly focused, it really kind of can drive you crazy. And when you have that little break, it really refreshes you. Now, one of the things, too, that I w- want to also remind you, too, is, you know, for me, I do have a small group from, well, church. Well, our church is a small group. It's a, a home church. But uh, the guys from our church uh, get out uh, one night a week, and we try to, we tend to do it Monday nights, and we try to go to the coffee shop or, you know, someplace local like that. And just hang out for the evening, you know, from like seven to nine or whatever, and just chat about struggles, things that are going on. You know, like Justin spoke about last week is, you know, it's important to be honest with your wife, but it's also part of the things that facilitate that when the struggles with your wife is being open with the group of guys. And so for us, we, and we talk about what's going on in our life and things like that. And, you know, but we also have to be careful too, because I know that there's been several times that I've had to tell the guys, I can't make it this weekend or this week because, you know, my wife's already had a stressful time or I'm going to be out three or four of the nights already this week. Mm-hmm. You know, like this week I'm recording two podcasts right in a row uh, right. tonight and tomorrow night. And so, you know, f- for me, I have to kind of say, okay, my wife is going to be home alone with the kids two of the you know, five nights of the week already. And so I, I probably don't want to go out. So it's really important to be not selfish. Right. Yeah. And there is definitely an overdoing aspect to where it's like, oh, I need to get out. I need my time alone or my time away. And you leave mm-hmm. your wife at home with the kids. And that's that's not good. And well, and there's also the balance, too, because if you're say your wife has a couple nights where she's going to be out and you're going to be out a couple nights like that, there has to be time for you to be as, together as a family, too. Yeah. And so absolutely. you guys, you know, you have to you have to balance that out and just make sure that you don't overdo it too to stretch yourself so far that you've got no time for your family because you're always in a the go, you know, you guys eat and maybe eat together once a week, things like that. Like, and I'm sure that as we grow up and as the kids get older, it's something that's going to be something that I need to be mindful of because I know that, you know, like I think Justin even spoke on it last week, you know, so, you know, one of the kids has sports, one of the kids has, you know, whatever and things like that. So it's one of those things that, you know, I, you know, three kids when they're all in high school, it's going to be tough to be able to keep them, to keep the <laughs> the family where we can have a, nights to ourselves, you know, right now it's nice and I like it because we have pretty much all the nights of the week almost together as a family, and yeah. so you know even if I don't like the nights like the night when we're recording the podcast, it's after the kids go to bed. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm cheating my wife there a little bit, you know, because I'm not spending the time with her, but at least she's not having to necessarily deal with the kids because they're going to be asleep. Right. So you know. That's that's one of those things, and so again, we would love to hear your feedback on this this topic five seven five two zero one D A D S, or you can send us an email at feedback at betterdadpodcast dot com. Um, yeah, any any ideas you guys have for um, simple, easy, um, cheap getaways, uh, either with your wife or you know, cool things that you do to unwind or um, and, and you re- know what? refresh yourself. You know what? Send Corey, us an email. Let us know. 
Corey, I think what we'll do too is is if we get a lot of if we get any of them, you know, real good ones, we can put together a list and offer them as a PDF on our website. So you can just go ahead and download them and maybe you have a cheat sheet in your pocket. Now you can uh, treat your wife <laughs> and have a good time with her. So we'll go, we'll go ahead and produce that for you guys. Just give us an email feedback at betterdadpodcast.com or 575-201-DIDS. We'll compile a list and hey, you know, we'll have a, as dads and husbands, we'll have that list and that option to go out. <laughs> little, little cheat sheet in your pocket. So, all right guys, thanks for tuning in and uh, we will talk to you um, couple weeks. Have a great week and be better dads.